When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello guys and welcome back to The Treatment Room. I'm your host, Tessa Zolli, and I'm here with my good girlfriend today, Jezebella Vigil of Modern Skin Therapy. You might know of her from Instagram. She has some hilarious reels going on over there, so if you haven't yet, go check her out. She is also a licensed esthetician and business owner, and I can't wait to talk shop with her today and share her with you. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Jezebella. Hi, thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. We are so excited to hear everything you have going on and hear more about your business. Would you mind just introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about what your business specifically offers and what you do? Yeah. Um, So my name is Jessabella, of course. I am licensed esthetician in the state of Colorado. And I own Modern Skin Therapy. Um, I'm more in the suburbs of Denver, so I'm over in the Parker location now. We actually just moved there. Um, And I've focused my business more on skin um, and more advanced skincare treatments. So we are a med spa now. I can officially say that. Um, but we do a variety of treatments such as facials, a lot of DMK treatments. I do skin pen now. Um, so I'm very skin focused. Amazing. And I want to know how you kind of got to the point you are now. It's been really cool seeing all of the transitions you've undergone, but take us back to when you kind of got the idea you wanted to go to SD school and how you've evolved since then to owning a spa and owning a business, because that's a huge deal. And as you probably know, a lot of our listeners are SD students and newer SDs, probably a lot of them wanting to do like exactly what you're doing. So maybe take us back to the steps that you took to get where you are. Yeah. So I honestly did it the super hard way. Do not recommend. (laughs) Um, But how I initially started was my interest for aesthetics came with my love of makeup. I feel like a lot of people started there. Um, But I really just wanted to help people feel more confident in their skin and not feel the need to wear makeup. Um, so that was something I really wanted to focus on and really build that confidence from within. And not only that, but make people feel so good and confident in their own skin that they were, you know, blessed to have. So when I initially started in esthetician school, it was actually right after I had graduated high school. It was about a year later and I knew that, I wanted to do something with skin, wasn't quite sure what. It was all still kind of new to me, the term esthetician. Um, 
It was very interesting for sure. But once I kind of learned a little bit more about the skin's chemistry, the um, anatomy of the skin, I was so amazed by how we can completely transform acne skin clients, how we can completely transform pigmentation. And that was something that I knew I would be very passionate about as opposed to waxing and other things. So kind of finding my niche was probably the first step I took. What really interests me? What am I really passionate about? Um, And so I kind of just started there. And while I was finishing up esthetician school during the last semester, I had actually applied to multiple spas, med spas, anywhere that would really let me kind of get my foot in the door. So I did start at the med spa as a receptionist, and I thought that that was the perfect starting point because I got to experience what it was like for um, them in the customer service side of things. And then I also got to learn a lot more about treatments in depth. They allowed me to attend trainings and eventually said that I would work my way up into the back once I was a licensed esthetician. So it was a really great starting point for me personally. I felt like it helped me grow a ton. I feel like a lot of times girls try to jump right into owning a business straight after school, Um, but I'm a huge and firm believer that, you know, starting somewhere, one, under somebody else's insurance and under somebody else's guidance, who's a lot more experienced, has helped me grow um, as a professional. So that's kind of just where I started. That's kind of what kickstarted off my career and... You know, it's crazy to see me here almost three years later. It is so crazy, and I'm so proud of you. It's definitely not a small thing to own a business, and I totally agree with you, and I I try to recommend the same thing, just getting more experience in the industry, and like you said, working under somebody else and making mistakes <laughs> under their insurance yeah. because... It, it's a big deal when you're working on skin, things can go wrong, not to scare anyone, but it's a big investment. You're staking your name on it. And of course we all make mistakes, but I think it's really just, if you can get that stuff out of the way, it's so much easier that way. Yeah. And another thing too, that I was thinking about is so much goes into owning a business. You have to realize it's not for everyone and that is okay. You know, I feel like a lot of people look at um, being your own boss, like the easiest route. It's really not. It's, and I'm sure you know this too, Tess, like it is a lot trying to manage and motivate and also upkeep a business. It does take a lot of um, self-discipline. And not only that, but I feel like when you focus on just learning and growing as an esthetician, when you first start out, instead of jumping into owning a business, you can solely just mm-hmm. focus on your professional um you know, image, growing as an esthetician, growing your knowledge, taking those extracurricular, you know, activities such as, you know, taking other training courses, attending webinars, going to esthetician retreats like Alyssa Kay does and um, things like that that are so crucial to your development as a professional. There's so much I even wish I would have done different or even focused a little bit more on. I, of course, wouldn't be anywhere or want to be anywhere 
um, than where I am today. And of course it took a lot of time and growing, but it probably would have been a lot less difficult for me if I could have also just focused on my profession just a little bit longer before, you know, taking on the responsibility of opening a business. So that might be easier um, and a great tip for those of you thinking of going on your own, just kind of focus on that aspect first before going into it. Yeah, I I never even thought about it that way, but you bring up such a good point because like thinking about even in my kind of like formative years, my first couple years working as an esthetician in, in the spa, I got to look at my boss and just observe all of the things that she did. And, you know, she wasn't in the treatment room super often. She was mostly managing conflict, managing us, assigning our schedules, like working things out when things go wrong. So it's, I think it definitely does get glamorized, the idea of being your own boss, being an entrepreneur. And I think especially newer SDs can get caught up a little bit in seeing like, oh, it would be so cool to have my own treatment room, have my own business, but you don't see the side that's like conflict management, like being the one in charge when something goes wrong. And like you said, those are years you want to spend really like being a sponge, taking taking classes and and that's when your mind is the most impressionable. So that's a really good point too, to use that time to just better your education and own your craft. Yes. Yes. I love it. And just niching down, finding that niche, what you're most passionate about um, and trying a little bit of everything to see what meshes with you best. Like it's just, it's such a crucial time for growth for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And when you said, if you could go back, there were a couple things you'd do differently. Is there anything in specific you could pinpoint? Yeah. Um, honestly, for me, it would have just been maybe waiting a little bit longer before I opened a business. I kind of jumped into it in a very naive way, like you kind of were saying. like You don't expect to hit those roadblocks of like having to sit down and manage an entire business. The just basic things like I didn't know how to do was, you know, applying for business licenses, everything I had to pay for ahead of time, making sure that I have all of my taxes lined up, numbers, knowing how to just manage a business because you're not just an esthetician when you're a solo esthetician and owning your own spa. You are the manager, the CEO, you're the coordinator, you are the marketing you know, team, like you are a one man band. And so I wish I would have prepared myself a little bit more in a lot of ways. And I mean, obviously I feel like it's worked out somehow. Um, if you've ever heard, like the one thing my instructor in esthetician school told me was like, fake it till you make it. And like, I feel like just having that passion and confidence for this industry has brought me to where I am today. And I'm so thankful. Um, But there's just other things that I think would have made the process a lot less difficult, you know, maybe a little bit less frustrating was to prepare myself a little bit better in that aspect, which I, of course, don't regret, but probably one big piece of advice I could give for like a new esthetician looking into, you know, doing their own thing. Um, And then 
at the same time that I was up in running my business, I was also trying to take all of these training courses at the same time, you know, that first year that I was open when maybe I could have just focused on those training courses and then, you know, taking the next step. So definitely not having such hard expectations of yourself and just taking it one day at a time is one of those things that like, don't feel rushed. Don't feel like you have to be somewhere else. And, um, also don't compare your, you know, one year story to somebody's 15 year story. So that's something that like, I feel like we can all hear and kind of just be like, okay, like there shouldn't be such a high expectation for me to be somewhere, you know, it took someone else years to get to. Why am I expecting myself to be here now? Um, and I think that just helps you grow so much quicker because you're not trying to, um, I guess, keep your hands too full to be able to just manage one task at a time. Yep. Yep. No, I think that's such wise advice. It's it's really tough when we're surrounded by so many other impressive people on Instagram, but it's such a good reminder. Like the only person you need to compete with, if anybody, is yourself. And by that, I just mean like trying to do your best every single day. But it's it's tough. And Jezebel, I know you're pretty immersed on social media. Is there anything you do to kind of put your blockers on and avoid so much comparison? Honestly, it really has to be a mind shift. I have never looked at the aesthetic community as my competition. Um, you know, I have, you know, met people like you that even I look up to in so many ways, you know, Rianne, the master esthetician, ageless Ashley, um, so many wonderful, powerful women that have such beautiful talent in this industry and almost looking to them for, you know, more growth and also not looking to myself to be like, well, I know everything in this industry has kind of given me more of like a humbling standpoint in this industry to where I am like, I can learn from every person I come into contact with, you know, and they are not my competition. They are my community. How much more, you know, how much more unifying would this industry be and how much more successful would this industry be if we all were providing you know all of our clients with such high quality knowledge and um almost like oneness you know with that community and delivering things in that way i've always thought about that being so much more powerful than somebody um you know trying to you know keep a ton of information to themselves and for me mm-hmm. So sorry if my dog, no, my dog bark. Um, I've just always thought for myself how much easier it would be for me to grow if I don't try to compare myself. It's really hard mm-hmm. when you're out here and, you know, on social media, yeah. people let you see what they want you to see. 
-hmm. like you were saying earlier, Tess, nobody tells you about the struggles. And even estheticians that I know that have been in the industry for 15 years still say that they're not done growing, you know, like they're still reaching goals and achieving goals. And I think just being, putting yourself in a mindset somewhere where you're like, it is okay where I am. And this, where I am right now is a stepping stool to growing further to achieving my goals, being able to be one step closer to accomplishing um, what I am dreaming of. And so Mm -hmm. kind of being there and also realizing that it's okay for you to be unique and different and express your individuality Mm -hmm. on your platform, through your business, um, through just you being a licensed esthetician and a professional, that is going to attract such you know, beautiful people that are meant to mesh well with you. It's so much more draining to try to keep up with somebody else who, who is not you, you know, like you have yeah. one thing in this industry that nobody else has and it's you, you are the one thing that this industry doesn't have. So that kind of putting myself in that mindset was a little bit more humbling, mm. I guess, in that aspect. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that perspective so much because we all could look at each other and get like extremely jealous because we all have incredible assets and things that make us unique. And that's, that's what we think of when we look at each other, we see all the, all the cool things, all the cool treatments other SDs are offering and we see the good things, but it's so much easier to use that and learn from it rather than turn it as like, a point of competition or jealousy. And that's part of the reason I wanted to bring you on, Jezebella, because I feel like your energy is so grounding and comforting and you're always hyping me up and hyping other estheticians up. And I love that. And I think it's such a great example for other estes to see. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) That means so much to me. I am so huge on just building a community around me. Um, When I first started, I talk about this all the time on my social media page. When I first started, I did not feel like I had that kind of support system. You know, a lot of, there's so much competition in the industry. And I would even think like, okay, there is enough clientele for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I'm also not for everyone. I have had clients that mesh well with another esthetician and that is okay. I am not meant to be for everyone. The people that are meant to be in our lives, I believe will be in our lives. And so for me, it was just kind of so important for me to establish that, you know, community around Mm -hmm. me to be able to support other women and lift up other women. And I think that's something our industry lacks a lot of, but then like I come into contact with you and again, all these other amazing women in this industry that are also having that same mindset. And I think it just makes our industry so much more powerful, honestly. Yep. So I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, no, it's true. And I appreciate also, we've talked about this a little bit before, but kind of having a direct approach and just an honest approach with clients and in no way like would I ever think of you as like a harsh person or like somebody who's gonna like offend someone but I also appreciate like you said that you're 
direct with people. And with that comes the realization, like I might not be for absolutely everyone because I do have boundaries and I do, you know, ask certain things of my clients because I want to give them the best result and that's okay. Could you talk a little bit about your experience with clients and how have you handled situations where, you know, you felt like "Mm, maybe I'm not the best esthetician for this person? Yeah. Um, So I've actually come into experience with that before um, with one specific client and um, it was honestly just a time where her acne was so flared up that everything I was trying that I know would usually help, it would, it would help mm-hmm. improve it for a time. And then it would just flare back up. And I knew that it was, um, more of a gut health issue that I really wanted her to work on. So I gave her a little bit of guidance, but I told her to, you know, at that point I had to take her to a dermatologist. It was almost like the last resort referring her to somebody else that I know where I could just sit back and be like, okay, like I have done everything in my power and the best of my knowledge to try and help you, but I feel like you will benefit more from this. Um, it is okay to not be the expert at everything, especially with when it comes to the skin, because it is so complex. Everybody's skin condition is different. Every acne condition is different. Um, and it was hard for me, I guess, to not beat myself up that first time, but it kind of, I kind of had to take a step back and say, it is okay. Like that does not make me a bad esthetician for me to sit back and say, okay, like I don't think I can help you through this. You know, I've done everything to the best of my knowledge and I feel like someone else can help you even better. Even if I have to refer them to another esthetician that maybe is a bit more of an expert at me with pigmentation or that is a bit more of an expert than I am at you know, with dealing with cystic acne. And that is okay. One, it will give you so much more value to your business when you're not trying to wrestle around and, you know, just kind of, you know, it, it is, you know, kind of a waste of time for your client. It's a waste of time for you as a professional. And it will also build so much more trust and again, value as as you grow and you learn. And it's also mm-hmm. okay to tell clients, um, if you don't know a certain answer, I don't know that answer, but let me get back to you. I'm going to go research for you and I will find you that answer. Um, and they will trust you so much more. Um, for yes. me to refer that client and just say, you know, I feel like you'll benefit a lot more seeing a dermatologist at this point and maybe even just working on more of your nutrition and your gut health to repair that. Um, mm-hmm. You can still use your home care products I recommended you, but, you know, for, as far as treatments go, I think that'll be your best option. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that grew me more as a professional. It's okay to not be the expert at everything and have the answers to everything. And I feel like we all kind of go through something like that when we start off, you know? Yes. And I feel like we all know that. And then sometimes when you're in the moment, especially the first couple times it happens because you want to have the answer so badly, sometimes you can know 
it's okay not to be the expert, but it's like this internal struggle I think sometimes we can have as estheticians because we're empathetic and we're nurturers and we want to provide a solution. So it's like, oh, I wish I could just, you know, give you the answer on a silver platter and like make the problem go away. I would love to do that, but it is the responsible thing to refer out when needed. And that's what a responsible esthetician will do when they feel in over their heads. And it's obviously not every time somebody comes into your clinic with acne, but if if you reach a certain point, of course you want to offer up like everything you can in the beginning. But if you reach that certain point, it's a, it's really our responsibility to refer out and we should not feel guilty about that. But thank you so much for reminding us of that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Since we're on the subject, I'd love to delve a little bit more into acne and some treatments that you offer for it because I know you specialize in it and you might have some tools that are a little bit different from me or other SDs that are listening. Do you have any go-to favorite treatments, products, things you're loving at the moment? Yes. So one of my favorite things to really focus on with my clients um, now just Honestly, this year I've been looking a little bit more into gut health and nutrition. So I actually brought on a really great supplement line. It's called Hush and Hush. And what they really focus on is clinical grade supplements that help kind of restore and strengthen that inner gut lining for you. Um as well as trying to kind of make adjustments and changes to your daily lifestyle as well. Of course, we have all heard this before. And personally for me, I think Ageless Ashley is an expert at this, more of an expert than I am for sure. Um, But just kind of watching out for certain things um, such as biotin in your Mm -hmm. supplements and in your pantry, um, inflammatory foods like dairy, iodine, and Um, Mm -hmm. also processed sugars, you know, you also want to watch out for hormone imbalances, whey protein. I also now sell a plant-based protein so that clients who do live a healthy lifestyle and also want to incorporate protein into their diet, um, can do it on a plant-based vegan, um, protein powder. So it's, much better for your gut health. It really promotes that healthy skin from within. And I'm so huge on that when we first start off with acne. But as far as treatments and products go, um, I work with DMK. Their enzyme therapy is phenomenal for acne prone skin. Yes. I'm so excited to hear you talk more about DMK. Yes. It is literally the best line. I think personally for me, I have worked with uh, when it comes to acne. It just works so much on restoring your skin's microbiome and bringing your skin back to homeostasis. So it just really helps um, almost teach your cells, your skin cells to behave better. So the really great way that they have put it in our training is if, you know, you have someone who is misbehaving, you want to go and correct that behavior. So that's exactly what DMK does. (laughs) It works so well with the chemistry of your skin 
that it really just goes in and creates harmony. A lot of the times when we're working with acne, we feel like we have to dry it out, dry it out, and dry it out. Um, when we're not really fixing the underlying cause, we can exfoliate, we can peel, we can do whatever we want to the surface of the skin, but we really want to change what's causing all of these things to happen. We don't want to just suppress it. We want to really change how the cells are functioning and performing. So that's exactly Mm. what DMK does. I love it so much. Um, What the enzyme therapy does is it uses enzymes to go in and hydrolyze the dead skin cells while also while the mask is tightening it's increasing your blood circulation and oxygenation which actually acne prone skins lack is oxygen flow Mm. through the pores which Mm. is what kills that p acne bacteria so it'll really help just re-oxygenate all of those cells help those cells turn over while also toning, firming, lifting. It's one of those treatments that just really kind of target everything. Like any skin concern you have, I promise the DMK enzyme therapy will target whatever that may be. This is the treatment we've probably seen on Instagram, right? That's like it almost makes you look look like a skeleton kind of. Yes. Yes, that one that gets super tight, really kind of makes you look funny. It feels like your eyebrows are on top of your head, (laughs) Um, but we love it. We're defying gravity. So I always tell people um, it it feels so good. The first time it's really weird. You almost feel like a heartbeat in your face um, because of that circulation and that oxygenation happening. So then it causes this like plasmatic effect. So after we remove it, that's when you see those like red looking veins, which are your dilated capillaries, just showing that you have optimal blood flow and circulation. Um, So it's a really cool treatment. It's one of those things that really heals acne from within um, when you're consistent. And then another one of my essentials for acne is, of course, beta gel. It's literally for any and every skin type. Um, you use it at home one once in the morning and once in the evening. So Incredible. it's so important because beta-glucan is some something that not a lot of skincare lines use. And what mm-hmm. beta-glucan is, is it is a molecule, a hydrating and healing molecule that will go in and actually stimulate your skin's Langerhans cells. And what Langerhans cells are, are these octopus-looking skin cells that are actually the cells that are responsible for um, your immune system, your skin's immune system, and protecting and keeping things out of the skin that don't need to be there. Obviously, when those Langerhans cells are weak, a lot of the environmental um, factors start to affect our skin, such as pollution, free radical damage, you know, allowing more of that sun damage to affect the skin a lot deeper and radiation to affect it a lot deeper than it needs to. So beta gel really goes in there and hydrates, heals, and really boosts that skin's immune system to help heal acne, take down inflammation. Um, It's one of those essentials for literally anything you're dealing with. Beta gel is going to help um, boost those results. I can definitely tell you know your stuff and I think it speaks a lot to DMK and I know there's some pretty substantial like education they have you go through. Could you talk a little bit about that because I feel like that's pretty unique to 
um, a professional training line. I know not every line has you complete classes, but what was, what was the education like for you with DMK? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still definitely not done. There's still more certifications I need, but I love, love their education, their entire education line. Like they are so great about making sure that you know your stuff before you move on to the next level. So Mm. initially their force, their first course is actually free. It's a webinar of course, okay. it just really introduces you to the line. See, I would encourage anyone that is interested in it to just take it, see if it's in a line that you're interested in. Um, I know some people have just said, you know, some lines can be a little bit more overwhelming than others. And mm-hmm. um, for me, it was something that I was like, wow, like this is one of the first lines that I've worked with that mm-hmm. haven't just shipped me all their products and been like, okay, <laughs> like, good <Have> fun. <laughs> like, here are the ingredients. Like, Um, I felt like DMK really, really prioritizes the quality and the value Mm. that each professional that holds and carries their line knows exactly what products to prescribe to a client, knows what their products do, what the ingredients in them do. So when I actually passed the webinar, I went to the program one course and it was an in-person course. So I actually flew out to Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, I highly recommend doing it in person. Don't do it online. You want that hands-on training. It is so amazing. One, you get to meet amazing, fabulous people that are working with the same line that you are working with. Um, Our DMK reps are absolutely amazing and phenomenal and will help you with any, you know, questions that you have about the line. But I was there for a two-day training course. It was two full days. And it was probably one of my most favorite things ever. It I've never had a line so focused on making sure that I am provided with the best information and knowledge to bring to my business. So I just felt like that was so much value um, and even just gives them such a better, yeah, like it just gives them such a better reputation. It, yes. They are yes. such, they are such a great line. I'm so confident in them because of all the extent that they will go to provide people with that kind of education with such high quality education. It's phenomenal. Which probably sounds like basic and you would assume you get that with every line. And I feel like this is actually not talked about enough, Jezebella. Like you want reps you feel like you can rely on and who will be responsive and get back to you and be kind and helpful with their answers, which again, sounds like you would expect that, but not the case with absolutely every line. Some reps can be like really defensive if you run into issues or questions or knock it back to you. And it's like, we're the ones kind of on the front lines, like dealing with the skin concern. The client can't wait like five to seven business days for you to get an email back. Like you want reps that are going to address your concerns and feel like you're on the same team with them. Yeah. It's, it's so important to have that relationship and, you know, it's not just about, okay, like I just want this line and getting the products, but how are we going to know, you know, the specific formulation of our skincare line? We have to be knowledgeable in those things. We can't just carry something just to carry it. And I know, I don't know any specific name brands because I haven't really expanded or worked with too many. Um, 
but I've heard of people saying like they have terrible service to the professionals that buy their products. There are brands mm-hmm. out there where even the reps don't really know the products. <laughs> like yeah. they do not. Or have- they're not professionals. Yes. Yeah. They do not have knowledge on the skin or the science of the skin. And that can really be, you know, a really heavy weight for you to carry. It can tear you down mm-hmm. um, and just not make you feel so confident. So really doing your research and making sure you are investing in lines that really prioritize your education because you are the one directly working with your clients, not them. They're not going to care. They're All they care right. about is you buying their product, right? Making them money. Mm-hmm. Which I do not feel that at all with DMK. They prioritize and pride themselves in their education for their professionals, making sure that we have that hands-on training. And our reps are amazing. I text my rep. She gets back to me within minutes. I'm not even kidding. And she has a lot of professionals to already worry about. So for me, that was just such a great selling point for DMK. I knew I would have the support system I needed to be successful with this line um, and be able to also execute on it. Nobody wants to come into your treatment room and not have a question answered when it comes to your products. Mm -hmm. You need to know your line. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I feel very confident in that with DMK because they ensured that I, they were assuring for me that I would have that education, that I would know my products, you know, front to back. And it takes time. It's a lot of ingredients and it's very overwhelming, Mm -hmm. of course, but you know, being just familiarized with the line and just spending those hours flying out and being able to attend those courses have been so beneficial for me. Um, and you're right, Tess, it's it's not common to find in this industry. Yeah, yep, it, it's true. And sometimes you learn the hard way, but sometimes I get asked, like, how do you choose a skincare line? And I feel like this brings up some good, like, red flags or green flags to be aware of when you're looking into brands. It's so important. You, you know, get in touch with their customer service. You definitely want to learn as much as you can up front. So you avoid a situation where you feel like, ah, I'm not like getting what I need. And now I feel like I can't give my clients what I need because of that kind of disconnect in the relationship. (sighs) But Going into more like products and home care, when it comes to your treatments and what you're recommending your clients leave your treatment room with, I feel like you're a good person to ask because I see such great results on your page. Are there certain things you're recommending your clients leave the treatment room with, or how do you kind of manage their maintenance in between coming to see see you for facials? Um, I always give them the full routine that I believe would give them those results. So let's say they come in for their facial. I introduce them to all the ingredients. I'm talking through everything Mm -hmm. I am using and how it will benefit them. So I will be like, well, you expressed to me these three top concerns. And I believe that this, this is a serum that will really help you with your, you know, transepidermal water loss. It'll really help heal. Um, Just kind of going through every product I'm applying to their skin, explaining how it's going to benefit them and how they work well together. Mm. And then I'll kind of, while they are masking, 
I will lay out the products in order of a full regimen and show them, well, this is what your full routine would look like, whether it's, you know, five products or whatever. And usually I'll be like, well, you let me know what you think. This is what each product will benefit you in. And if you want to start small, we can start smaller. I can narrow it down for you. But I do believe that this full routine is what's going to give you your optimal results. But we can slowly add things in if you would like to as well. So kind of, I guess, using your own discernment as a professional to kind of narrow down the routine if they maybe just wanted to start with a cleanser, a serum, and then a cream. And then we can Mm -hmm. later add things on like eye creams and other serums and maybe a toner or things like that that will benefit them later. Sometimes I'll, um, by their next treatment, I'll go ahead and ask them like, do you feel like your skin is lacking anything? Is there anything that you would like to kind of add into your routine? And I feel like that helps them to just get started and also not Mm -hmm. feel so overwhelmed. Um, Mm -hmm. I always tell them too, I will always work around your budget. And if you are not starting your clients on a home care routine off the bat, it's going to be really hard for you to get those really great before and after photos and also Mm -hmm. benefit your client overall. I always tell my clients that their home care routine is priority. So if my client is on a budget, I say, we're not going to do a treatment today. I want you on a great home care routine. We can book you in another four to six weeks, but I really want to get you started on your home care routine. So that Mm -hmm. way you can kind of um, start your skin on a really great routine to start off. Give it consistency. Our skin likes consistency. And what you do on a daily basis is going to help you much more than coming in for one facial and then not going home with the products to maintain those results from the treatment. So um, just kind of educating your clients on, well, this is what's going to be best for you. What you, you know, I have so many clients and I know everybody out there does that have those clients that only use like CeraVe from Mm -hmm. the grocery store Um, Mm -hmm. and getting them switched off of those products. It takes you being educated in your, you know, product knowledge to be able to explain to them why it's so much more effective to use a professional grade product over an over the counter product you know, I always just tell them this is going to work from within the skin. This is going to work from the inside out. We're not just touching the surface and we're not doing the bare minimum. This is going to transform your skin. And so kind of just educating them from that standpoint, most of the time people come to us and they're extremely exhausted from trying everything. So Mm -hmm. it's very easy to get your clients on a home care routine. And if they're like, well, that sounds a little bit too expensive or extensive, or I want to try the products. I'm going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to get you on a cleanser. Um, because if your skin is not properly cleansed, these, the rest of the products you buy today are not going to, you know, infuse well into the skin. So your skin has to be properly cleansed. Let's start you on this one cleanser. I'll start you on a beta gel serum just because it's great for any skin type. And then we'll do a cream of your choosing, um, that you would like to focus on today. So kind of just starting them simple, like you were saying, Tessa, like just maybe starting between three to five products and then later Mm -hmm. adding more things on to target what their concerns are. Yeah, I think that's so true. And I think we underestimate how much people want these recommendations. Like usually walking into the spa isn't (laughs) like the first stop they've made in their skin journey and trying to correct something. So 
I want us to kind of like take take back our power in that sense and let my business be a little example that people will literally come to estheticians just for your recommendations. So if they're in your treatment room, like that is gold in your hands. Like they're already wanting your professional help. There are of course, sometimes people who are just there for like a fluff and buff or they just want to relax, but even like have them leave with a cleanser. Like pretty much everyone can leave with a cleanser and let them know that's going to help maintain what they did in your care. Just like when I go get my hair, when I go get a keratin treatment, I want to buy the the products that my stylist is recommending are going mm-hmm. to prolong and maintain the treatment because I just sat in there for two hours. It makes no sense for me to go home and wash my hair with suave, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And people want you to tell them what they need. They are tired yes. of trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and I always yeah. tell my clients, I'm like, you know, it's not your fault. Like, I understand you're frustrated. It's not your fault and it's not your job to know exactly what ingredients your skin needs. That's exactly why I am here to help you. If you just have that confidence in yourself as a professional, they are coming to you, like Tess said, for your knowledge, for your advice. They are exhausted of trying things. So just putting product in their hands too. Let them hold it in their hand. And say, this is what is going to help you. I'm very confident in my treatments. Show them befores and afters of your clients. And Mm -hmm. um, just let them know as a professional that you will do anything in your power to help them achieve their skincare goals. It will build so much trust with them that they really – I have clients that are like, I don't care. Like, just tell me what I need to take home and I will take it home. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, it just – it means so much to me because I'm just like – you have that much confidence in me. Like I appreciate it. You know, it just, it, it makes it all so much better and easier and they will also appreciate it. Their skin won't just feel good for a few days and then go back to where it was as it would if they just got a treatment done and didn't take anything home. Just let them know the importance of that. And they will more than happy be, you know, starting to take home products. Yep. Yeah. So don't underestimate that at all. It's so valuable. There's so much confusion out there. There's so much bad information. I think people are overwhelmed more than ever because anybody can, you know, call themselves a skincare expert and hop on TikTok or Instagram. And our clients are constantly being bombarded with so much information, so many trends and gimmicks. So honestly being direct and being confident this is another reason you want to be confident in your lines so you know exactly what they need and eventually hopefully it comes like second nature even if right now you're in SC school and you're thinking like I don't know what product to recommend by the time you're in that position you will know and it'll just be like I know what she needs she needs beta gel or you know she needs the enzyme therapy yeah yep just continually learning and growing and, you know, studying your skincare lines. Don't just, you know, buy products and depend on, you know, even your reps to help you put them together. Really study the ingredients and how they affect the skin and you will feel so much more confident. Yeah. Just know Mm -hmm. what your clients need when they come to you. Yep. Yep. Great tip. 
Okay. I also wanted to pick your brain a little bit about being in the treatment room since I've been out of it for a while. Do you have any tips when it comes to just giving a really great facial and just delivering an excellent service that keeps clients coming back? Yeah, honestly, one, it is just also not rushing your clients. Hmm. So for me, it has been so important to kind of just be present with my clients. I book my clients with enough time to be able to ask me questions, us catch up at the beginning a little bit. I feel like that is something that my clients, multiple of my clients have actually made comments to me about it. Like, oh, like I'm so excited. Not only do I leave feeling good, but I just love our friendship. Like my clients Mm -hmm. actually look at me like I am their friend. Like I feel like they're my friends too, you know, like I am building relationships. They, as many of you know out there that perform facials and bring, have clients come in for treatments, you know that your clients come in with all of this heavy weight on them. And it's almost like a weight Mm -hmm. is lifted off their shoulders when they are in your treatment room. Like I love being somebody that my clients look forward to seeing, you know, like I have one of those professions that people aren't like, Oh my God, like Jessabella is calling, (laughs) you know, like they actually enjoy coming in to see me. They look forward to it after a long week, after a bad month going through, you know, personal problems. They open up to us about those things. And I feel like more than anything that I do in my treatment room, the relationships I have with my clients mean so much more to them. Me actually genuinely caring for my clients and not feeling like I'm just trying to get them in and out the door to sell them some things, you know? Yeah. I, um, am somebody who doesn't need to take seven clients a day. I'm okay with four to five clients a day. You know, that's a lot. Making sure. That's still a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I also pull like longer days too. So, but I yeah. make sure that I schedule my clients each. I at least try to spend one to two hours with each client. You no, know, I feel like that's a, a good amount. Like that's, that's still a lot. And like that's a long day. So you shouldn't feel like I'm doing the bare minimum. But I think having that intention around like not wanting to just literally stack people on top of one of another to maximize your profits. I feel like that really comes back to the business because I do see a lot of SDs like posting things like I don't have time to go to the bathroom. I don't have, you know, time to do this and that after the appointment. And I feel like it can translate to frustration that like kind of comes back to your clients if you know what I mean when Mm -hmm. you try to overbook yes and it also makes them feel like they're in a rush like I feel like they don't feel as though like we are really there to listen to their concerns because sometimes consultations do take a bit longer than others you know just really focusing on making sure that you have enough time to talk to your clients, build that relationship and also get through the treatment. I feel like that's something that is so valuable that a lot of people don't really get. Like I have had clients almost in tears, like, just like, just thank you so much for like your kind words and encouragement. And, you know, I always tell them like, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Like that means so Mm -hmm. much to me and I'm glad I could be here for you through this time. Um, And like, I feel like just that in general makes my treatment so much more valuable to somebody, even though it's something so small, like sometimes people do just need someone to talk to. They're coming somewhere where they feel like they need to take care of themselves. 
Yes. Um, and so having that there is great. Also just, again, not making them feel rushed through their appointment. So scheduling them for enough time, um, that also adds value. And I also, I'm not like a, I'm so, t- I have such stiff hands. I feel like I've never been good at like, like, you know how the LA facialist does like those amazing facial massages? Like <laughs> yes. how does she move I her fingers like that? I bet you're amazing. I know you're amazing. <laughs> I try. Um, but I, I know also you are. do sometimes like to do like massages to the best of my ability, just learning a little bit more about lymphatic drainage in the mm-hmm. skin and kind of doing that. Um, my clients enjoy that. Oh, I bet they love coming to you. I bet you're such a safe space and... If I'm ever in Colorado, I know I'm going to be making my way to your treatment room. Oh, I would love that so much. I would die. I would and die you could too. come stay with me. <gasps> yes. I would love Yes. That. It has to happen. And Courtney can come too. Courtney, yes. if you're listening, we're all getting cozy <laughs> coffee in the mountains. I would love it. <laughs> oh, Jezebella, thank you so, so much for sharing all that you did. You are truly a light in this industry so please never change and oh my gosh keep up your positive spirit and energy it really does mean so much to people when you are that like you're like that breath of fresh air and that like pause in their day so never underestimate it guys and Jezebella thank you so much for just sharing all that you did we'd love to have you on another time you're always welcome back where can where can people find you on social media or if they're in the area and want to book a service with you yeah so i'm located in the parker area in colorado so i'm over more southeast um, of denver And you can find me under Modern Skin Therapy on Google. If you just type me in the tab, it should pull up my office location and everything there for you. Or the most convenient and active space that I am in is, of course, my Instagram. I'm always very active on there. You guys will always see the most frequent updates on my business, Um, anything like that going on with treatments and new products, things like that. You can find me at Modern Skin Therapy on Instagram. That is really the only platform I am most active on. I'm also on Twitter and Facebook under Modern Skin Therapy. Um, And yeah, that's where you can find me. Yay. Okay. We'll plug it all in the notes below. And actually we should do another episode sometime on social media because you've done such an incredible job with that. Your growth has been kind of insane. Like I've never really seen anything like it. So go check out her page. She definitely makes me laugh and Jezebel, your acting skills are (laughs) on point and your reels. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. It's a lot of work. Social media is like (laughs) my second full-time job. (laughs) I know. It's kind of, I mean, I see you, you post a lot on Instagram. It really is like another job. So I would love to do an episode on that. Yeah. We'd love to hear your tips. Um, So we'll have to do that sometime, but thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with us. We so appreciate and love you. And thank you again. Thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you in the next episode.